Welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, and in this podcast, we talk about all things that I am an expert in or have an interest in, such as language learning, health and fitness, global and societal issues, or whatever I feel like talking about on that particular day. All right, enjoy. All right, so on a podcast episode, maybe a month or two ago, um, I, I said... Um, Sexism is making a comeback. I believe that is, was the exact quote that I said. And um, I said this in kind of a joking way, but like a, a little bit, you know, like kind of as a joke, but kind of serious also. And I want to explain why I said this and what I meant by it. And I, and by the way, also, I didn't, um, I didn't really mean it as like, like a bad thing. I know you're, some of you are probably confused. Like, okay, well, what's your stance on this? And what do you mean by this? Okay, so um, when I made this quote, sexism is making a comeback, it was essentially, uh, I think I was kind of misusing the term sexism because obviously sexism, you know, if you look at a, a dictionary definition of it, it's prejudice, stereotyping, or discrimination typically against women on the basis of sex. You know, it is, it's a negative thing, okay? It's, yeah, it's prejudice, discrimination, stereotyping, right? Uh, and it's obviously usually against women in modern society. Um, now, when I used the word sexism, it probably wasn't an appropriate word to use, but what I was meaning more is the differenti like the, uh, differentiating between the two sexes. Um, and I brought this up in a context of talking about uh, the trend we have, particularly in the U.S., and the West, um, you know, we'll call it the transgender movement, the uh, the gender, I don't even want to call it the gender equality movement, but the gender, I'll call it the gender inclusivity movement, uh, which has become extreme, it's gained tons and tons of ground over the last however many years, and it's a very, very nuanced, inter interesting topic, um, which I find myself more and more in the middle of, uh, because I work for an organization that um, is an you know, extreme advocate of it and supporter of it. And I've met, well, I guess I've had a personal relationship with four transgender people to this point um, who would consider, well, one who was a non-binary. If you're not familiar with these terms and if, you, if you're not from the U.S., it wouldn't surprise me. It's something that has, I think, gained a lot more popularity in the U.S. than it has in a lot of other parts of the world. Um, but anyway, it's this idea that, um, you know, that transgenderism is a real thing, that people born uh, a man can transition into a woman. Um, you know, your birth sex can be male, but you can identify as a female via gender. You can do this through different, um, you know, uh, whether it's a surgery, whether it's hormone, hormone therapy, you know, all of the different means you can do this by. Um, and I'm not going to say that I'm an expert on how exactly this happens. But anyway, it's the idea of transgenderism. Um, also the idea of, I shouldn't even say it just relates to uh, the transgender movement, but kind of the big movement um, towards making it so we don't really differentiate at all between the two sexes uh, or the two genders. And actually, I, I hesitate to say the word sex, sex and gender to mean the same thing, thing because obviously to a lot of people in society, it definitely does not now, but not to get into that uh, that much. Um, what I meant is we're living in a time in society when in the U.S. in particular, um, a lot of people uh, from you know, the, that are very, very progressive, especially, want to make it seem, in my opinion, that there should be almost 
no differences in the roles of men and women in society. These people are very, very, very progressive. Um, and obviously this comes from, you know, a belief that we live in a very patriarchal society still, um, that women are uh, discriminated against, um, and that uh, women have been, you know, um, yeah, let's just call it that, have been discriminated against in society and wanting to make things more fair and more equal for women and that men and women should be as equal as possible. Um, and so I think now what you have is a situation where a lot of people, and I put myself into this camp, even though I think it's a very nuanced topic, but a lot of people are starting to push back against this and say, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, men and women are very different we need to be very different and let's keep differentiating between ourselves. Let's not forget, you know, why we are the way we are, right? And that it requires, you know, essentially humanity to survive. We, we require men to be men and women to be women in the sense of, you know, a male has to have sex with a female and then that's how children are born, etc. Um, and I think that there is a reason for some of these differences that happen on a biological and evolutionary level. And we shouldn't just you know, lump everybody in and say that we're all equal in all these different categories. Um, and, you know, we will make the argument and say that, okay, well, obviously, you know, men are better at certain things than women. Women are better at certain things than men, right? I mean, look at us biologically. Men are naturally physically stronger, which is why traditionally men were, you know, the hunters, the ones who had to stand up and, you know, stand up and fight and defend, right? The women are, have more empathy. The women are, are better nurturers, better caretakers, everything like that. Um, you know, these things, as much as we change society and make it more progressive, um, and, and as much as we probably don't necessarily need these traditional roles that much, um, there certainly are still big, big biological differences between the two sexes. Um, and I guess my idea and the idea of a lot of people is that we need to still recognize this. Um, and we uh, maybe should push back a little bit against the, you know, we're all exactly the same movement that seems to be coming from this very progressive agenda, in my opinion. Um, and now, yeah, so someone who's more on the progressive side might come on here and, and debate me and kind of debunk what I'm saying a little bit. And then that's fine. We could do that. Like I said, it's a nuanced topic. Um, but when I made the comment about, um, you know, sexism is making a comeback, um, kind of what I meant is just uh, I didn't mean sexism as a, in a you know, prejudiced way, although some people would certainly argue that a lot of sexism still exists throughout the U.S. and most of the world. I just kind of meant the differentiation between the two sexes. And it's like I said, it's not a correct use of the term. It's not a correct use of the term, really, as it's defined. Um, and, um, and, and by the way, I did, it's not like I got like any like negative pushback against that. I didn't record this episode because people were talking to me about that or anything. I decided to record this episode just out of so, uh, some more genuine curiosity. Like I've really been thinking about this a lot lately as we move forward in society, particularly where I live in the U.S., particularly where I live in Minneapolis, because I would say Minneapolis out of you know, is one of the probably most progressive cities in the U.S. and in the world. And it's one of the highest, I would say, promoters of this this agenda. Um, and as you can tell, I don't really totally agree with the agenda, and I just consider the agenda, it's, it's an ultra-progressive movement that seeks to um, make it so that both, well, 
not even the both genders because they believe in gender fluidity and that there you know there are more genders than just male or female whereas I'm one who pretty much says no there are two genders there's male and female um anyway but it's this movement that wants to say you know gender fluidity is is a real thing and that we should um kind of maybe even promote the idea of gender fluidity um and that we need to make sure that things are as equal as possible for all genders and that's fine i don't i don't think we should be discriminating against anyone for any reason but i also think it's healthy to recognize where differences exist and to be careful with how much we push for gender fluidity in society. And this is a very this is a very uncomfortable conversation, a conversation that quite frankly I have not had yet. Um, I have not had yet with someone who identifies as transgender or non-binary um, or someone who's just really a staunch supporter of this. So it would be an interesting conversation to have. Um, but anyway, um, and so I find myself kind of living in the middle of this this massive, I don't know if I would call it change, but this massive movement, right? We're kind of, kind of at the epicenter of this massive movement that maybe some of you who live, I don't know, maybe in different parts of the U.S. or in different parts of the world are like, what are you talking about? Like, this is not happening or a big deal, but, but it definitely is a big deal um, where I'm from. And it's, it's going to be very interesting to see how society continues evolving in the coming years. Um, and it got me to like thinking more. It got me kind of questioning my beliefs because like sometimes when we have a belief and sometimes it almost feels like just like an in instinctive belief you know like for me instinctively on this subject and on several other related subjects I'm now identifying as more Republican or conservative but like then it, you like you really dig down and analyze it's like why this is something we always need to ask ourselves about whatever beliefs we have it's like why why am I leaning this way because in this case the belief that I'm leaning towards is uh, no, I don't really think that transgenderism should be uh, an accepted or promoted idea. I certainly respect the people I know who are transgender, but I don't think this is an idea that we should be promoting very much in society because I don't think that it's, well, yeah, I, like I came to that conclusion. I'm like, I don't think we should be promoting it that much in society. And then the question is like, why? You have to dig down and ask yourself. It's like, well, okay, why? Why? Why do I believe that? Like, why instinctively does it not seem like a good idea to me? Well, I guess part of it is like, okay, well, it, it does seem like we're denying reality a little bit if we're saying, you know, someone born with a penis can then be a female and someone born with a vagina can then be a male. That, that, no, that, 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 that doesn't make sense to me. And I think if we lose sight of that, we could be in trouble as a society. But then you have to ask yourself, okay, well, you know, yeah, if there are, are rare people who feel that is their personal case, it does, you know, it, you know, let's respect their decision. And it doesn't mean that, you know, society is going to be ruined by this or this idea or anything like that. That's fine. There are still plenty of men who identify as males, you know, women who identify as females and, you know, they can, uh, you know, have relationships, have children, society moves forward, everything is fine, right? Um, interestingly, I will say that one thing that is, is very interesting is just, um, I believe, I would say just the rising number of people who identify as LGBTQIA+, um, and then also the rising length of that whole <laughs> acronym. Um, I mean, what even is it now? It's okay. It's, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a bigot, but it's a long acronym now. You guys, like anyone from the LGBTQIA plus community wants, wants to come on here and debate me. Like I could maybe sound like a bigot at certain times or sound like, you know, non-empathetic, but that acronym is getting long. You got to make it easier for us to to say. It used to be just like LGBT, then it was LGBTQ, and then it's LGBTQIA+. Like, what is it now? So it's, le no, it's lesbian, LGBT, lesbian, gay, bi, trans, queer, 
Um, I don't know what the IA plus stands for. I can't remember. Anyway, but it, it's long at this point. I think that's how you say it. LGBT, LGBTQIA plus. Um, okay. And so, uh, like, I sit here and ask myself, like, well, why? Why am I kind of like, wh- why am I of the belief that we need to get back to a little bit more traditional roles in society? It was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Man's a man. A woman's a woman. And then, like, wh- what does this mean? Like, what is my belief then about, like, what should their role in the family be? Like, let's say you have a traditional family who has a mother, father, you know, man, a woman, and a couple of children, right? What should the role be? Like, do I believe that the woman should just be staying at home and taking care of the kids? No, I don't think so. I think women should definitely work in modern society. Do I think that women should work different jobs? I mean, obviously, okay, every family's circumstances are going to be different, right? Um, I certainly don't think that women shouldn't work or that women should have you know, as much restriction to the household as they still would in some Islamic countries, for example. Um, and we could, that's actually an interesting debate we could have about like how restricted women truly are in certain Islamic countries. But, um, but I'm, I was like trying to get down to my core beliefs. It's like, why do I think it's a problem if we're making it so men and women are seen as like total equals in all areas and we shouldn't differentiate between the sexes? Like, well, like why do I see it as a problem? Is it because of, I think, the family unit is not going to work as well if the mother doesn't have more of a traditional mother role, meaning taking care of the kids, and if the father is doing something that, like, okay. Because the argument that the that the real, like, the real right-wingers or the real, you know, people who are against this agenda will make is that, no, a man, sh- you know, traditional masculinity, a man should be out there being the breadwinner, making the money for the family. Um, the woman should be, you know, she could maybe work, that's fine, but she should be taking care of the kids at home. Uh, a woman is a better caregiver for the children. That's the woman's role. They're genetically, biologically better for that. Men are, you know, genetically, biologically better to go out and conquer and to bring home, you know, money and whatever, you know, in a modern world, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's the argument. Um, I mean, I, I, sure, I think like that argument has some weight, but it's also not something that's like totally necessary. We live in a modern world where some of these traditional roles are not as necessary as they probably used to be, right? Um, and, and that's the interesting thing too, because I was studying and, and trying to figure out like, okay, so like the biological differences between men and women, yes, women, yes, obviously they exist. Okay. Obviously they do exist, but in terms of like in a modern world, what does that mean about the different roles that we should be having in society and in the workforce? Because, okay, not to really address the gender pay gap, the gender pay gap definitely does exist. You know, women even in the U.S. still only make like 83 or 84 cents to the dollar compared to men. Now, if it's adjusted for all these different factors, some people will argue that the gender pay gap doesn't actually exist. I, I like, you know, just because men will tend to take jobs that, that pay more, more demanding, whatever. You know, that's an argument I'm not going to get into because I haven't studied it enough. But um, so it, it, like my question I was asking myself is, well, then what are the different, um, like, yeah, like, okay, should there still be jobs or roles in society that more women should do than men or more men should do than women, 
right? Um, and, you know, the whole topic of like of who's a better leader is an interesting one too. And I think that, you know, I've, I've listened to some podcasts. This is not backed up by research. I've listened to plenty of podcasts lately that will say like, well, no, men are traditionally better leaders because we think more rationally and more logically, whereas women tend to think with emotion, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, you know, women will flip that around and be like, no, women are better leaders. Women don't want to go to war. Could you imagine a, wor- a world where women were leaders? There'd be no wars, like stuff like that. Anyway, but I mean, they would probably be fighting and kicking and screaming each other all day long but it wouldn't be quite a war <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry all right it's a bad joke uh i don't know i could just imagine some some women leaders just can you imagine all of like the all of the gossip that would be happening if this this is okay this is the non-serious part of the episode where i just where i make ridiculous jokes but like could you imagine like the gossip and like the backstabbing that would happen if women were leaders like not war okay like not war it wouldn't be like pure raw violence but can you imagine just like the backstabbing that would happen like the the whatsapp groups that would be created by like the female leaders of the world and you'd have like like the leaders of of these countries would have like a whatsapp group but they would leave out the leader of country z over there and then they'd be like talking behind her back all day and just like backstabbing backstabbing she doesn't i don't know um all right that's the end of my bad joke about like women um because we know that women are <laughs> like, um, yes, like less prone to, I would say less prone to physical violence, obviously, but I would argue maybe that women, I don't have research to back this up either, but women may be more prone to, um, oh gosh, what's the word? Like wanting to get little uh, kind of like deceitful payback when they're mad at another woman. Um, not really physical violence. I, I, gosh, I can't put it into the right words, but I, th- I think this is definitely a thing. Um, anyway, so we could debate whether or not women would be better, you know, political leaders than men in most cases. I think you could argue both points there. Um, but then I'm like looking at the different jobs that are out there that like that, you know, women still traditionally do more than men. And like most of it makes sense because these are jobs that require more empathy. You know, okay, you've got educators, child care workers, veterinarians, social workers, registered nurses. Now the nurses one is interesting because it's like, and I didn't really look into this enough, but it's like, why are most nurses women and why are most doctors men? You're still doing the same thing at the end of the day, you know, like that, that's one that you could, I could maybe, I haven't studied this, but you could maybe just look at that and be like, whoa, sexism. Like, why is the person wearing the white coat more often a guy, but then the ones that are in the blue scrubs more often a girl? They're doing the same type of thing. They're caring for a patient. Why is it that the man often, more often, has the higher position there? And I'm, not, I'm sure, I'm sure there's more to this than I'm thinking of right now. But that's an interesting one. That's definitely an interesting one. You know what blew my mind on this list is that accountants. That women are more often accountants apparently than men. Um, I found that one really interesting because that one just seems like a, a man's job to me. Because like, I, I thought that men were in general a little bit better at like at math. And just like, you know, basics, you know, math and logic, whereas women were better at more like emotional, empathetic related stuff. But maybe that's just me being a sexist talking like that. I don't know. Um, so I found that one really interesting on there. And because um, I'm looking too on here about like I was reading this article that's like a legit scholarly article. Some of these articles that I'm reading are just stupid. And they were written by people like me talking about this topic. But then a couple other ones are like legitimate, like scholarly studies. And one of them had it was talking about like biologically and based on brain chemistry and hormones and all that like which skills men are actually better at than women and vice versa and 
you know, it talked about like motor skills. Okay. And obviously then there's going to be some guys who are going to listen to this and be like, yep, men are better drivers than women, which statistically is also interesting as well. Um, when you look into the stats on that, but I, so something said how like, yes, men do score better on like motor skills, especially like the gross motor skills movements, not necessarily so much on like the fine motor skills, but they thought that that was more related to just, is it almost like epigenetics? It's, it's more related to like social conditioning than the actual biology. Like the, the actual biology, the thing that's not social condi- conditioning is that like, okay, the man has the penis and the testes and the woman has the uterus and the ovaries. Like that's, all right, that's biology. That's, that's not social conditioning that made that happen. Um, but some of this other stuff may be like, I, I don't know if it, it is passed down evolutionarily or just like socially, but like the fact that men may average a little bit better at like gross motor skills than women, that might be something that's not just pure biological, if that makes sense. Um, and then the kind of like the same thing I was thinking, like if you look at like athletics, okay, you know, yeah, people will talk about sports and athletics and be like, yes, men are more athletic, men are stronger. But then what about like the hand-eye coordination question, you know? Um, and I didn't study this enough, honestly, but I was, I don't know, I was just looking at all these things and, and trying to like get to the root of my my thoughts on this and my belief on this. Because one of the things that I like doing about this podcast is sometimes not even like doing these episodes and not really coming to like a full conclusion or formulating an opinion, which is what's basically happening here. Like I've been talking about this for 20 minutes. Maybe you like picked up a thing or two or like it opened your mind a little bit. And and like my goal is to not even really come to a full conclusion. It's just kind of like to express my thoughts on a topic, share my thought process, and then learn a little bit more when studying it and then also just kind of like try to question myself like why why am i coming to these conclusions you know like anytime we have a strong belief about something or any sort of belief it's like well why why am i believing that and this is one too like i said there's this this trend in society that's pushing for like um i would call it extreme gender inclusivity that's what i'll call it extreme gender inclusivity Some people might disagree with that phrase, but that's what I'm going to call it. This push for extreme gender inclusivity in the progressive parts of the United States. And it's just something in me, something in my gut, like, is like, I don't like where this is going. And I'm trying to identify why. And like I said, I'm at the epicenter of it in a city that's like one of the leaders of it, working for an organization that's one of the leaders of it. Um... And I'm trying to identify the why in my gut. It doesn't feel good. And that's kind of part of the reason I wanted to do this episode. Um, But as you can see, no conclusions reached as usual. Humans are very complicated, very nuanced people. Society is very nuanced. Um, And yeah, so that's my thoughts. But that is why I made that comment, which was kind of a not really accurate comment, the way I phrased it, sexism is making a comeback, but essentially it was me saying that I think a lot of people, and I put myself into this camp, are now saying, wait a minute, we need to continue differentiating still between the sexes rather than saying that we're both, both sexes are completely equal in all fields, because we're not, we're very different and we need to recognize that. But, like I said, um, the exact why is still tricky for me to articulate, because I just tried for... 22 minutes and some of you probably still aren't convinced but all right that's all i got for you today we'll talk again soon love y'all peace